0: Good afternoon, Gloucester. Welcome back to Fishtown Local right here in Gloucester, Massachusetts. I got one of my favorite people today. Doc Dave Doc Vincent. He uses the doc twice. and (laughs) That's because he is a kayaker, a photographer, a drummer superb, a jazz man, a recorder, a studio man, a lover, a singer, an adventurer. That's why he has two Docs in his name because he's such a kayaker. Welcome, Doc. Good to be here. <laughs> Great to be here. You have some of the most amazing photos of Gloucester Harbor on your uh, record, on your resume. Is uh, it a GoPro? Is that what that thing is?
1: I started with a GoPro Yeah. and a camera mount on the kayak. Years ago, I had a wooden kayak with a cheap film camera from CVS. <laughs> And uh, then I got a GoPro, and I found a mount, and I put it on the kayak, and it started firing away.
0: Is all of that tinting that is so amazing a part of the GoPro?
1: Um, yeah, there's like three movie makers I use, uh-huh. and I'll just go on, I'll tweak, and i go, oh, I like that, that's great, post it.
0: But you do it on the camera, the setting before you shoot, or you add it in post production.
1: Add it afterwards. Oh, post. Yeah. It's
0: just well, some of are also collages. I remember one you did with me where it was like yes. 47 Gordos sailing his yes. surfish in cluster. Yeah, or, that's when I
1: discovered Photoshop.
0: <laughs> that was fabulous. But that's part of the computer. Not, yes. Yeah. So not every GoPro has those filters on it that where you get the sky. Some of
1: them do now. Yeah,
0: I say. Yeah. Got the Technicolor thing. I, I love it. It's yeah. fun. Now what you're talk- this year,
1: uh, the total was sixty-four.
0: That's pretty good. Now you had a couple of events that kept you off the water, but last year what'd you do? Uh,
1: Fifty-seven.
0: Oh, okay. Because uh, what's your best year?
1: Uh, this year. This year. This great. year. Oh, great. Sixty-four. Um, yeah. I was uh, well. I turned sixty this year. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, all right, I got to make sixty trips.
0: So I've done sixty-four. Uh-oh.
1: However, I know that you last we talked, you made.
0: Well, uh, this year I've turned 307. Yeah, okay. But last year I got to 344, so <laughs> there you that, go. that was a good year, but not yeah. my best. Yeah. But uh, it's so great running yeah. into you out, yeah. out on the water. Oh, now, yeah. Now, are you from Gloucester originally? Uh, originally? No, I grew up in Beverly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And That's right, because you pronounce it correctly. So people that you can always tell be put the R in there, Beverly. That's right. No, it's B-E-V-I-L-Y. That's yes makes you a NATO.
1: Yeah, I arrived here in 80, 1980.
0: As because of music, or why here?
1: I answered a little ad in the paper. I had come off the road from touring with a couple show bands, oh. uh, you know, Ramada and Holiday Inn yeah, Circuit, yeah. fun. I made more money back then than yeah. I would now. Uh, an ad in the paper, worded as such, uh, we're into, we like NRBQ, Jimmy Cliff, Little Feet, this and that, and blah, 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 and I'm like... The two numbers said contact Dave and contact Dave. <laughs> so I called Dave. One of the Daves, <laughs> yeah. who was Dave Saginario.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Talked for half an hour, met them at Konomo Point, rehearsed, and they informed me two days later they had a St. Peter's Club dance. And you were in. And I was in.
0: Who was the other Dave? Was it Dave Richardson, Dave, the guy with the mustache? Yes. And their band was called Half a Care. Half a care, and then prior to that, who knows? There you go, because they had four Daves in it, the original. Who knows? Yeah. Well,
1: when we yeah, uh, well, when half a, when I drew in half a care, we uh, added a keyboard player, David Rux. That made number four. <laughs> so we had four Daves, and it got confusing. So my dad being the next chiropractor, I suddenly became doc. Oh. Nice, and I never had a nickname. Oh. My original middle name is George, so it was kind of like, yeah, all right, I'll go with the duck.
0: Well, doctor in jazz too. It's just the right. doctor, <laughs> the doctor. Yeah, because my connection with you was maybe you it was after you made a left turn, but uh, was with John Hyde yes. and the the great jazz players of the North Shore. I would hear you as the drummer,
1: right, right,
0: and nothing flashy and fancy. Always perfection.
1: Uh, that's You know, I want to support the people around me,
0: yeah. and that's what a drummer should do. Well, that's right. And you have a great yeah. stage presence. I, I remember you standing up, and you had your bass drum pedal on the bass floor tone. Yes. So you could stand and play, and yet you could play up on yeah. the bottom of the drum, yeah. while you could also hit the top of it. Yeah, and it, it was just fabulous.
1: Yeah, it's a 1950s cocktail drum kit. I love that. Vertical. Yeah.
0: You could also put a hole in the top and fill it up with cocktails. Right, you exactly. Put a big straw in there. There you Five go. Five straws for the <laughs> band. <That's, laughs> yes. fabulous. Yep. How did you meet John? John
1: Hyde uh, grew up in Beverly. Mm,
0: that's right, Columbia Street.
1: And I knew John going way back uh, because his dad uh, ran the Hyde Pharmacy next to... Um, uh, the market in North Beverly, Henry's oh, Market, Henry's, yeah. Henry's Market. So I go. Oh. John and I kind of crisscross paths, and then when I moved to Cape Ann, we became buddies, music- buddies yeah. and musician yeah. friends, playing the same gig.
0: Oh, that is fantastic. He's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, As you too. know. Yes. I've done many a show with him. And yeah. Uh, when I did my original show, he was the solo accompanist. Yeah. And, uh, that was really He's fun. incredible
1: versi- yeah. versatility. Yeah.
0: Well, when I originally wrote the show, I had these songs in it. And I said, okay, you're going to score the songs to play. <laughs> and then once we hmm. started doing the show, I realized, no, he had to underscore the entire show. Wow. And he's playing. You never saw Crazy Moon, right? I did not yeah in the background while I was telling the story that was pretty compelling John uh, his his assignment was just whatever goes with the story, so he would change it every night, yeah, and it was so creative. Well you know him, yep, yeah. I always wanted to see an album called. John Hyde, uncaged.
1: John is a very accomplished
0: musician yeah. and great guy. He is. But, you know, sometimes you hear him and he's tethered because he's the accompanist for, say, Linda Amaro that's right. or other singers where he has to stay in the box.
1: He, and I push him to break loose. Yes. I and, want him oh, yeah. to growl.
0: Oh, yeah. He's like McCoy Tyner when he gets crazy. Very much know, so.
1: Like that. Very much so.
0: so. That's great. Yeah. So now, in Gloucester now, how do you spend your days?
1: Well, I do work 40 hours for Ace
0: Hardware. Oh, the one up at the mall? Yes. Oh, great. That is such a great group of people up there.
1: Uh, Great associates, Uh great gig for me. Uh, I was painting houses. Deb said, get down off the ladders, take the job. Good call. Very good call. Good call.
0: call. And I love Bob, I love Robin, I love the whole attitude up there. Great people. It's like I'll go up there even if I'm downtown, just to go and hang out for a second with those guys. And they're you know, they swarm on you, you guys, you too, swarm on you to say, How can we help you? But then you're so explanatory that it makes you feel better about buying other stuff.
1: (laughs) Well, we've all we've all been on the other end in retail. Yeah. Wandering around a warehouse, yeah. What, what do I do? Uh, Can I find someone? And he finds somebody. I'll be right back. And no when everybody's gone.
0: Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, know. you go from the sublime to the ridiculous when you go up to a place like. Best Buy or Home Depot. Right. Actually, where,
1: Best Buy up their game. Last, oh, have they? I was up there last okay. week. Okay.
0: We <laughs> went to Home Depot last week. But we couldn't find a person who could even find a person. <laughs> when we finally did find someone, I said, I don't work in this section. I said, yeah. well, can you find uh, us a uh, cell? Uh, we want to buy a dishwasher.
1: And I don't, you know, when somebody comes into Ace where I, I know what we have, what's available, I will keep them on the island if I can. Yeah. But I'm not gonna, you know, I won't. I want to dislose a Lowe's or Home Depot and all that. The people work hard there, but you can get lost up
0: there. Oh, totally.
1: And one of my experiences, I went in one time, and uh, the item was about <laughs> ten feet over my head, within reach. I could have got it with a uh, right. extension paint pole. They shut the aisle down. Brought in the uh, the lift, the whole bit. uh, Guys in the vest. They had the caution tape up. That we're going to be shut down for two hours here. For all right, I had to go. One customer. Yeah, I I, got to go to the other place, guys.
0: Oh my god. So, but
1: uh, you know, anyway. Oh, that is so funny. It's a nice gig.
0: Yeah. Well, I was Jay Smith's theater teacher in middle school back in 1973. Wow. Jay Smith, of course, as people know, owns Smith Hardware and is the owner of uh, True Value in uh-huh. Gloucester. However, I'm sure he doesn't own the building. But uh, they are a wonderful store, too, in Rockport. But you all are so different. You go, When I'm serious and I don't have time, I'll right. go to you. Because there it's a little more laid back. Right. You know, they're kind of like setting their ways well, a but little, May- in a good way. You know, know. Mayberry. Yeah, Mayberry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian O'Connor does a great version of... of uh, Andy, Andy, and all that. I No, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh. yeah, no, it's great. And how about Opie? What a career he had, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> nobody on the show was married. Yeah, really. That's right. <laughs> but let's not go there. Uh, anyway. So when's your next kayak uh, trip? Uh,
1: well, if we hit a, if if I hit a 60-degree day, yeah. no wind, I'll go out.
0: Yeah. Like a day like, Yesterday was pretty good, although it wasn't 60, yeah. but yeah. it was as as no it's wind, not, If it's so. not windy, I'll yeah. put
1: on a yeah. my uh, neon hooded sweatshirt, I and it. I do have a flag now. Yeah,
0: oh. Well, I, I want to
1: be visible out
0: yeah. there. Your best shots, sometimes I don't see you until after the fact. Right. And then I realize that's where you get your best shots. Yeah. Because when you see the person, you go, you know, hi, or you're making a you know, posing. Exactly. Or, you know. um,
1: and taking a photo from that angle... It's a seal's eye view. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a certain angle to that photograph. And when I come back and I look on the computer, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just fell into the whole photography thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you yeah. ever go to drum school or drum just lessons? I had a,
1: I had a drum teacher, uh, Hank Weiner from Salem, oh. who uh, was a great jazz drummer on the North Shore. And uh, for about three years in junior high school... Around seventh grade, I got some great lessons from him. Yeah. And uh, actually, every drummer that he taught is still playing. Um, Some have gone on to uh, touring with different... Joey Parfumi from Beverly. Oh, sure, sure. Went to tour with Walter Trout. Uh Um, So a lot of these drum... I mean, this guy really gave gave the gift, really unlocked a lot of secrets. And... um, you know, I was teaching for a while, and it really is about just unlocking a few doors mm-hmm. and letting that person take the flow. Well, That's, that's what, what I found.
0: It totally is. I you mean, know? you want to be monkey see, monkey do a little so they can imitate yeah. you. Exactly. But everybody's so different in the drum world. Right. That it's, you, know, you have a very nice right. mixture of disciplines. My favorite time I ever saw you. Yeah. Can you guess what it was? I bet you can. Oh, well, I'll just not have dead with, air. With the so. megawatts, um, it was 2009. We did the Battle of the Bands yes. to start the original uh, fundraising for the stands at the football stadium. Right, and right. It was you went on last with Willie Alexander. Yes, and I would hardly think of him as a jazz act, right? right. And right. yet he it was you. Yeah, and. Uh, was, Ricky, uh, was there a guitarist? I just remember it was drum, no bass, no guitar. Yeah, and you're playing rock and roll. Three saxes. So yes, Ricky. Rick Ravson yeah. and, and his son Alec. And then who would be the third sax? Uh, that may have been Mark Early. It, possibly. Possibly, because Willie didn't have another guy. No. Because I know Mark, and I don't remember him being. Unless the guy. it was
1: Mark Jennifer, I think uh, m- might
0: have been. And they were. You were amazing. Because I've seen Willie a million times. And right. I've seen him when I wasn't crazy about him, yep. and I seen him when I couldn't believe it. And yep. this was the most I can't believe it time. And right. I, I, I learned a lot about music that night, because the three saxes would each take a note, and they would layer this chord, and it was so monolithic, it was like a giant church organ. Yes. And you know how they pull out the stops, yes. and there's the brass, or there's, the, you know, and this was just like a huge one, because you guys just they kept getting louder and louder yep. and as they put that wall of sound down and then Willie was singing over it, and you were just cooking and you were doing just some amazing jazz licks with it because the beat was so simple it allowed you to play within exactly. the housing of that. Exactly. And I was going listen to what he's doing. Yeah. That was no cocktail set that and night.
1: I kind of owe a lot of that also I work with the uh, Jack Lincoln Coughlin, a.k.a. Preacher Jack. Yeah, I remember On him. Rounder Records, the boogie-woogie piano yeah. player, who's still with us. He's Is in, he still? Yeah. He's in a nursing home oh. in Tewksbury. Oh. Um, but I uh, got hooked up with him through Sandy Berman at Sandy's, Sandy's Jazz Revival. Yeah, yeah. And that was, Sandy called me. I have. I want you guys to do a Mahalia Jackson tribute. Oh. You and Jack. I, and it's Sandy... As a little boy, I used to go in and sit in, because my dad would go there, and we'd oh. go to hear the big bands in Beverly. And what did Sandy play? Sandy was just the club owner. Oh, oh
0: he didn't play. I just, right. He sat in. Oh. So
1: Sandy had hooked me up with many different musicians when I was an upcoming drummer. And um, Jack was one of those people. And uh, at that, that's at the time when George Thorogood found Preacher Jack, brought him to a Records, signed him. And then Jack didn't want a tour with a big band, because oh. he's kind of the Jerry Lee Lewis guy. He wanted to nail it and have a drummer behind there like a freight train. It, the first, wow. we did the Mahalia yeah. Jackson tribute, and it was hair-raising for me. And it, uh,
0: he sang, right?
1: He sang, sang yeah. and uh, amazing musician, and uh, challenged me as a drummer.
0: When I first went on, I was the last guy to adopt email. Still, it was a long time ago because – but when I first went on email and then I got on all these lists, I would get Preacher Jack emails from – I can't remember the guy's name because he was the publicist – and I would get one almost every day. Okay. Do you remember who I mean, the guy? Yes. um, uh, Then I thought it was Preacher Jack with an alias, but I don't think it was. Right. And I remember I just was, i got to go see this guy. Yes. About Sandy's Sandy himself, i got to admit, he took a lot of chances.
1: He took he, a lot of gambles and chances. He
0: had such an eclectic mix. I mean, he did have three or four bands on the bill every night. Uh, so yeah. you could see. I played there with Ina Wool, if you remember her. Ina oh, May sure. Wool, she was a singer. And she yes. David Brown was in the band. I yeah. was in the band as the yeah. drummer. And um, we were we were the opening act for this guy, who was the worst performer. And I remember half the audience walked out, and I remember just shaking my head. Wow. But of course, we were too, it was too new to understand. His name? Jonathan Richmond. Oh, no kidding. The band?
1: The Modern, the modern Lovers. The lovers. lovers.
0: And so he was, it was really... I, I know Willie's the godfather of punk and all that, but right. no, it's really Jonathan Richmond. Very much so, because Jonathan Richmond—he basically gave the audience the finger. Yes, I mean Willie craved his audience, and yes. he was that kind of guy. But right. Still, Jonathan Richmond, he'd be throwing stuff at the audience from this. Yeah, you
1: know. and as a matter of fact, um, yesterday Dave Robinson from the Cars, from the Cars, okay, okay, who's from the original yeah. drummer from Modern Lovers? He was the original one for the. Mar- he came into the store yesterday. Ah.
0: So I bet he was in the band when I saw him because they were nobody had ever yes, heard of them. And Jonathan
1: came. was noted for being moody, <laughs> kind of like Buddy Rich. Yeah, well, I'll go on an hour late.
0: Oh yeah, I but don't care. I, I could barely understand a thing he sang. Because yeah. that was, but he was mad at the audience because half right. of them were leaving, and so he was like, mean. "That's right." It was like, <laughs> yeah. but i remember finishing going. Like, how's that guy? And then I hear later on, you know, he's <laughs> out in San Francisco. He's like huge, right. And of course, they attribute him. A lot of them call him the father of punk. Oh, very though, much so. You know, from the Ramones to Willie and all. Oh that. yeah. They don't call Willie the father of punk. They call him the godfather of punk. The godfather so that, of punk rock. Maybe he came in after it was going. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Willie's residency at the Rat oh yeah that's right Mm -hmm. in fact they just released a little independent movie on that
0: on the early rat or the the, early willy on the
1: early rat and all the early Boston bands that Ah. played there and many of those bands broke out big time as you know
0: yeah and I remember going there, and it was just like you could smoke in those days. And the, you oh God! Barely see the oh, I, oh the, my God! you were know, down in the little cave. Oh, I used to.
1: Yeah. I, I did quit cigarettes, but yeah. when I did, and with the Megawatt Blues, crashes, Fred Buck cigarette going, Fran Clark cigarette going. I had a cigarette going. Wait, Fred Buck? Yeah. Oh the yeah.
0: Fred Buck, who had throat problems? Oh yeah, from cigarettes. Well, pretty, yeah. yeah what did of he play?
1: Bass. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, Stephanie Buck's husband, who yeah. runs the museum archives. Yeah. The history, Fred was yeah.
1: also an old cold tater.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: But that was during when there was smoking in the clubs.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: Oh, I, I don't, I, I've i inhaled so much smoke. I'm fine. You didn't even have to smoke. To oh, my go. God. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised the places didn't fine. catch fire while yeah. I was playing. It'd be a
0: good name for tune, wouldn't it? Yes. Second hand smoke. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's so funny to know Willie Alexander, and as we all do, and I go to church with him. So uh, he's like he he's a punk rock classic, and yet he's totally like more akin to the old ladies in the church than he is to the old men. You know, he's there like with them, and they're all talking, and he's like, and you're going, "This is the grandfather or the godfather of punk," you know. And he is so humble.
1: He is. He has been there and done that. Yeah. Uh, rock star status. Um, he's played on Joe Perry's uh, from Aerosmith's side right. side project yeah. records. Yeah. Joe sent a limo to Gloucester to pick up Willie. <laughs> pick and up. Will, are you sure you want to do? Yes, I want. Um, I want you to play on the record. And uh, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have have him as a friend. Yes, oh totally. And played music with him. Oh, totally. There's there's no one quite like Willie. Yeah. No, I mean, he's a fantastic. true music artist, and his wife, Annie, is an amazing oh, photographer.
0: Amazing. She did our our wedding. Incredible. And the, she got photos that you would never... Really, there was one photo they got where uh, it was a Jewish wedding. And uh, so uh, we, they were doing the cheer dates. Right. And they had the my daughter up in the chair in the top of the tent, and yeah. then her husband, the groom, in the yeah. other. And I'm looking, everybody's clapping. said we're looking at the photographs, and there's the camera, just like right there, right by her face, going, Like this. And then you go, wait a second. That means Annie was up in the top of the tent. And then later on, we realized she put a chair on a table and had gotten up to shoot the. uh, You know, I was going like, now that is devotion to duty. Because, you know, it would look totally normal. They were right eye to eye with them looking down at the crowd below. I said, but there's no balcony Mm -hmm. in a tent. Right. (laughs) You know, it's.
1: Oh, she's a world class photographer. She just um, published a book. Uh, actually, I think two of them have come out in France. Oh, oh she's amazing! It. I mean, she's yeah. won a Guggenheim award. She's
0: like an Annie Leibovitz.
1: Another amazing Gloucester artist. Yeah,
0: artist of of many, as they say. Speaking of, of many. Gloucester artists, your partner Debbie. Debbie Clark. Yeah. Oh, as a matter of fact, happy birthday today. Oh, today. Absolutely. Oh, that is fantastic. What are we? The yes. 18th? No, the 28th.
1: Uh, what's it? 29th. 29th. Oh, Okay, I think it's my wow. stepmother's
0: birthday too. Yep, better give her a call.
1: Yep, Deb Deb uh, paints every day. Yeah, her she has a large body of work. She has, I believe, the Cape Ann Museum has ten of her paintings. Oh my God! Permanent display. Oh great! Uh, some of those are reverse reverse oh. glass painting with silver and gold leaf oh. and mixed oh. media.
0: Boy, that's a museum that has incredible long way in the last 10 years i mean major shift of gears
1: a world-class museum. world-class museum yeah it's like it's like a hidden gem yeah oh my god
0: um and she of course sold my son got him started on finches oh yes she had that giant cage she loves birds yeah and she sold the finches. in fact i think when she did she still have no no because when she bailed out uh unfortunately he went from Four or five to like seventeen, or she goes. Well, if you like it so much, take the rest. Here, you can have my cage for. It. She,
1: she'd like to get some. But- I'm kind of on the fence.
0: But we went, yeah, we went from the sublime to the ridiculous. I mean, suddenly we had the place smelled like the Bronx Zoo because right. when you go to 27 birds or 20 birds, whatever it was, and uh, I like to, you say, I like to give Gordon a bird. Well, she did. But uh, then after a while, Joanne put her, my wife put her, it smelled like a right. the, the Bronx Zoo. So right. we got it back to like three. Yeah. and uh, But we gave them all the way to church members, so those birds are still going. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them flew out there. Oh, window. you've
1: got a bit of a farm out your way. Yeah,
0: we still do. We do the uh, the big animals, though. Mm-hmm. More like the goats and the donkeys, piggies, and things like that. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Now, tell me about the Megawatt Blues Crushers. Um, How'd you get in with them?
1: We, okay. Um,
0: they're still going, too, aren't
1: they? No, no. We had a 15-year run. Okay. Which is really hard to believe. Yeah. Um, More than the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and I joined them. Ernie Malisky was the r- original drummer, moved to Maine. Um, Fred Buck, Fran, all those guys, okay. uh, Phil Doucette, yeah. Ricky, all friends. Uh, I was in between after the Barking Sharks, the rockabilly band. Damn,
0: I remember. Yeah.
1: Fred said, we need a drummer. I said, okay. Uh, I, he goes, I have a, year, a year's worth of gigs booked. <laughs> okay, let's do it. So, again, rehearsed for a week, right on. Went off, played gigs, and I think it was um, the following year, 1996, a fan of ours entered us in the blues talent competition in Boston. We were all right, okay, fine, we'll go play it at Harpers Ferry, whatever. Yeah. Um, going to Boston, you don't make any money, It costs no. you more in parking. Yeah. Um, so we won it by one point.
0: <laughs> that's great
1: uh, we beat out Susan Tedeschi and all these oh, other great bands yeah.
0: I felt guilty she had a label didn't she yes yeah. well Tedeschi. she eventually she yeah. went
1: of course she went on to uh, Tedeschi trucks uh, oh. band uh, oh. butch trucks, yeah, and the butch trucks brothers so yeah exactly married his son yeah anyway but um, so we had won that and at the time things were good with nightclubs people were going out they weren't Frightened yeah. You know <laughs> I have one glass of wine And my life has ended <laughs> Yeah um, I Gotta get back to the kids And I'm all for keeping People yeah. off the road But right. um, We found ourselves doing 13 nightclubs In rotation Every month Wow And we all had day jobs Wow But we were, we were making We were making Some pretty good money Plus
0: you had to drive home At 2am
1: Yeah But we were doing alright uh, The house The original House of Blues On Harvard Square Had just opened up Oh So they came knocking on the door, because we're now nominated Boston's best blues band. Yeah. So we're kind of playing that card in our favor a little bit. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, The gigs were plentiful.
0: That's fantastic. And
1: then before we knew we had a 15-year run. And towards the end, we had Barents Whitfield in the band.
0: I remember him. Was Vinny Olivia in your band? No, no, he was in he that was House. With Madhouse. That's right. Okay, right. And because he wasn't a blues player as much as a jazz. yeah,
1: although he still plays with Madhouse. Yeah. yeah. Um, towards the end of the Megawatts, we had Willie and Barrents in the band for oh, about
0: I, two weeks. Willie Alexander.
1: I have no recordings of it. It was intense. <laughs> that is intense. Because Barents is quite a soul yeah. rock singer. Uh, Little Richard type. In yeah, the, in yeah, New yeah. Oh, I've heard him. Uh, the energy yeah. levels were abs- through the roof.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was a good run. So you have no intentions of leaving this berg. You're probably going to uh, live, thrive, and... Go get buried at sea here, I assume.
1: You know, I'll be... <laughs>
0: <you> could, <laughs> I think I will.
1: <laughs> you could seal me in a bass drum, <laughs> set, me, <laughs> set me afloat. I uh, can't do that in a kayak. I suppose you could, but yeah. I'd end up probably... Uh, some. Probably so you mean
0: still. some year when I'm out sailing, I'll, yeah. instead of a seal coming up next right. to me, this bass drum will come up next uh, to me. Yeah. Probably take my picture, too. You yeah. Know,
1: it'll. yeah, I mean, I just, as you know, I mean, you love it. I love uh, yeah. this. this... Very special place. We well, were.
0: the saddest thing is that when I started doing this, you had to watch your butt out there. You had to oh, not yeah. get run down, especially if you're taking photos. And, and you like. know that nowadays there's no problem. Right. Nobody is running you over in Gloucester Harbor. You know, it's right. like I know. you know. It's very sad.
1: I go out and I, sometime, yeah. I'll see you. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I'm, or a couple of dory rowers. But yeah, it's very, very different out there. Yeah, and, 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 and um,
1: sad. when I lived on the fort. Uh, it's interesting. I live in this interesting triangle. Uh, Fort Square, Rocky Neck, East Gloucester, and it's a complete triangle yeah. with the same similar view. Oh. And, and that was a time, as you know, when the, the wooden draggers were going out oh. 24-7. Yeah. It would lull me to sleep with yeah. the, di- the sound of the diesel engine. Yeah.
0: And remember those boats, you'd hear those noises. The ones in the harbor, you'd really hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one boat that wasn't a big wood dragger; it was a small wood lobster boat. Yeah. and he was so much louder than everyone else. This mm, little right. white guy, right. <laughs> white boat, and right. uh, right. he was right. like even my grandmother would observe.
1: <laughs> it's it's so regulated now. Um yeah. I uh, th- I don't know how these guys are hanging on. I I. And I, I really hope, are. I would yeah. love to see it bounce back, but yeah. it's so regulated. Yeah.
0: Well, it is. And, and when I went to New Bedford Fish uh, Festival two years ago in this fall, I went down there expecting the same thing, and their place was packed. They couldn't, they couldn't, wow. there was no more room for boats. There were so many boats. Wow. And they were all gigantic boats, yep. but they were all scallop boats. Right. And they hadn't done a thing to the scallop fishery. Right, and they all went out to deep sea fishing. That's why the boats were two hundred feet long. Yeah, and I'm going, what the heck? And yeah. the the whole thing was so thriving. And I'm going, this is what we used to be. That's right. Very sad. Well, I
1: hope, I hope Gloucester doesn't lose sight of being America's oldest yeah. fishing port. Yeah. Um, development's fine. Uh, look, if you ask me, I'd be working at Gloucester Crossing. Eight years ago, I, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. It got built. I have a job. There are jobs. Um, uh, they're going to fill out the other units up there. Um,
0: oh, do you think they'll fill out the part that's in the parking lot with the weeds? The part that's towards the schools? I've heard
1: rumors that
0: a uh, home goods. Oh, okay. Because the new project has its own things, but that's across the road.
1: That's across the road. Yeah, yeah. And there is another unit going in across from us, a Oh, okay. late, a, a urgent care Leahy clinic.
0: Oh, that would be nice.
1: That's going in right across from ACE. Oh, where? Um, right across from our entryway on the corner
0: unit. Oh, in the corner, yeah. Oh, so it's replacing someone that was in that. No, room.
1: it's actually a unit that's been vacant for six years. Oh, oh, okay. actually, maybe longer. I meant
0: it wasn't being new construction then. Right, right. I gotcha.
1: So they're in. Wow. Uh, so you yeah, because
0: remember, it was supposed to be assisted living. That's right. And it was supposed to be a hotel.
1: You saw the photos. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Those well, cook- you know me, right. I'm I'm such a Cassandra. I'm worried that once the 200 units of housing go in, right. and the YMCA go in, and more stores go in, now they're going to need that traffic light again on 128.
1: That worries me. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, they hire, you know when they do the traffic study? middle of the winter. That's right. They'll run the little yeah. rubber cord across the highway. Oh yeah, there's no cars. I wrote a
0: column three weeks ago about it saying, folks, You were dead beware. on with it. And I got this nasty thing from Rick Doucette of YMC. Oh, you're making this up. It's fake news. Nobody, no one has any intentions. And I didn't want to say, Rick, I hate to say it, but you're the last person they're going to tell.
1: It's well, not fake news. Yeah. You were so right on yeah, with it. I that. think so. And, Very and, uh, right on.
0: And I think they'll come back for it. And again, it's such a. I mean, it's been great with no light. Yeah. I mean, it's been a good compromise. The mall has worked. People aren't wasting hours over 10 years True. sitting at this light with... At 2 a.m., coming yeah. back from those gigs,
1: it will create congestion, traffic-wise. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll remember see. the
0: last traffic light on 128 when you were doing those gigs down there Everybody. in the clubs, Lowell remember? Street. Lowell Street, and you'd stop at 2 a.m. for the light because they didn't have smart lights. There
1: were many, many bad accidents uh, yeah. there
0: because people would run the light. It would be 3 a.m. You'd be on the highway. Yeah. You know,
1: you come down the hill and it turned yeah. a red light on a highway.
0: Uh-huh. And you and down the hill, down and the that hill. is the scariest hill. You know, where you come around, you go around that corner and oh yeah you're coming down that is way the scariest part on the thing oh yeah all right well I'm over our time here so they're giving me that look you know the cut throat look and uh, so they always want to cut my it's throat, been awesome so, yeah Dave you are a piece of Gloucester uh, extraordinaire an authentic person you are so multi-talented and so many disciplines so onward and upward and keep on Puff with no sticks. Absolutely. All right, David. Thank you very much. All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, Gloucester. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us on Fishtown Local.